Welcome to episode number four of our podcast. Class number three is the first of two sessions about economics. Oh no, not economics, you may be thinking. But a basic understanding of economics is important when studying our financial marketplace. This week's class and number four of the text deal with what is known as macroeconomic theory. Key concepts like measuring economic growth, international finance and trade, labor markets, inflation and interest rates, to name a few. In this short podcast, I'm not going to dive into all these details. I'll save that for class. But there is one economic concept in this chapter that is particularly relevant to financial markets, the business cycle. What is the business cycle? In simple terms, it is the continuous ebb and flow of business activity in Canada. The image that always comes to my mind is an ocean tide. The business cycle is very similar to the regular rise and fall of the tide on a beach. The only difference between ocean tides and economic cycles is that the timing of ocean tides are much more predictable because the frequency of the rise and fall of the tide is consistent. With the business cycle, the frequency of the ups and downs of economic activity can vary greatly. So let's think about the business cycle. Over the years, economists have identified five distinct phases that occur within the pattern of a typical business cycle. Phase number one, expansion. This stage equals the good times. It's a period of rising economic activity when money is abundant, jobs are available, family incomes and company revenues are growing. And importantly for our purposes, the financial markets also tend to rise during the expansion phase. Phase two is the peak. This is when the pot starts to boil. The economy is starting to run at an unsustainable pace. Consumer demand outstrips the production of goods and services. So inflation heats up, interest rates begin to rise. All the pieces are in place to slow things down, which leads to phase three, a contraction. Following the peak, the economy begins to slow down. Job opportunities are harder to find and unemployment begins to rise. This usually results in financial markets entering a period of decline as well. Also, shrinking consumer demand runs out of gas. Now, into phase four, the trough. This is when the economy really bottoms out. When the slowdown reaches its lowest point, we're in a period of maximum pessimism. Prices for goods and services have fallen significantly. Consumer incomes are under pressure. Corporate profits have suffered. All the economic news seems to be bad and depressing. But the trough doesn't last forever. Soon, phase five, the recovery starts to kick in. After bottoming out, the economy slowly starts to improve. Confidence reappears and consumer demand begins to strengthen again as job security grows 
income start gaining momentum. Things begin to turn around. At this point, we are back into a period of rising economic activity and the economy has completed a full cycle as the recovery blossoms into another period of expansion. And that's the business cycle, this continual flow through these five phases. That's the theory. Here's a surprising example to think about. In the United States, there is an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research. Its business is measuring, analyzing, and documenting activity within the U.S. economy. It has a special subgroup called the Business Cycle Dating Committee. Their specific job is to identify actual dates when the U.S. economy begins an expansion phase or a contraction phase. It sounds like really interesting work. Let's think about the current scenario, however, COVID-19. Seems like there's been endless bad news for the last 18 months. But according to the smart minds sitting on this committee, eight respected university economics professors, the reality is actually quite different. To quote, the pandemic hit like a derailed train, was hugely destructive and was short-lived. The recession that started on with the onset of the coronavirus pandemic in March, 2020, lasted just two months, months and officially ended in May, 2020. That makes it the shortest downturn on record, unquote. Direct words from the Business Cycle Dating Committee. In other words, in terms of the business cycle, the US economy peaked in February, 2020, just before widespread news about the pandemic hit. Then for March and April, 2020, all the economic measures declined dramatically. But perhaps surprisingly, when we look back, the statistics indicate that starting in May 2020, business activity in the US began to recover. It entered an expansion phase again. The Canadian economy has roughly followed the same pattern with relatively strong growth over the last 18 months after the initial shock of the pandemic hitting. Things that have kept us going, relatively low interest rates, as set by the Bank of Canada, record spending by the federal government, and more recently with the help of vaccines and the positive uh, outlook they have created. All of this has been very supportive of capital and financial markets, which we're concerned in in this course. They have followed the same upward trend. In fact, the major stock markets in both the United States and Canada have reached record highs in 2021, even while the pandemic drags on. The lesson seems to be that even for very dramatic events like the pandemic, the economic cycle occurs exactly as the theories say it should. Moreover, as goes the economy, so also goes the stock market. But there's more to economics than just theories of how the economy works. For our next class, the second part of our economic discussion, we're going to deal with how these economic theories are put into practice with real policies by our governments 
to try and better manage the ups and downs of the business cycle, to make it more consistent like that ocean tide. All the while, we have to remember, economic policies have a big influence on capital markets. Well-constructed policies will attract capital from around the world to Canada. Poorly thought out policies will scare capital away.